Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, January 9th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, nice to be doing this with you. I think this is our first show together of 2020. Mm. We are closing in on our four-year anniversary of doing this stupid, stupid thing called Today on Broadway. So uh, Happy New Year to you, if I haven't said that officially yet. You know, I think that Dumb and Dumber was a prequel to us. <laughs> and Dumb and Dumber or whatever, Dumb and Dumber <laughs> yes, 2. I exactly, forget exactly, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> one thing that was is... Gotta get Jim not... Carrey on Broadway. You know, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't been. I mean, he's taken some dramatic turns lately yeah. in shows. So um, he's got a TV show on some sort of pay cable um, that I think is pretty pretty well received where he like essentially plays like a version of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Um, like the public persona, like his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then obviously it talks about his inner demons and stuff that we clearly know Mr. Rogers did not have, but uh, I, I'd be all for that. Obviously Jeff Daniels has made quite a career on the Broadway. So, uh, get Jim yeah. Carrey too. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I did want to mention that is not dumb um, is the fa- is a tweet actually came from a tweet from Sammy Canold, former Broadway radio guest. And she said, quote, the announcement of Sing Street, which we talked about on, on yesterday's episode, uh, the announcement of Sing Street's move to Broadway by my count marks five female directors of musicals this season. I believe that's a record and at the very least an exciting pendulum swing after last year's sad one. There's only one woman of color among them, and three are helming shows that are coming from the West End and have so far uh, and we have so far to go. And this could be a fluke, but got excited by my morning counting and thought worth highlighting the small victory. So run on sentences aside in her tweet. um, I did want to kind of mention uh, who those women are and what shows they're directing. Um, Obviously, Jagged Little Pill is on Broadway with Diane Paulus. Um, Phyllida Lloyd and Tina is already on Broadway company with Marion Elliott, which we're going to talk about here a little bit later in the show. Um, Lucy Moss is co-directing six. She's also one of the co-writers of the show. And she, I, I think Casey Mink from backstage mentioned the fact that she's like 25 or 26 years old. So she might also be the youngest woman or youngest person to ever to direct a musical on Broadway. Um, and then of course, Rebecca Tageman for Sing Street. So um, a pretty, pretty good little uh, nugget to take away from yesterday's or this morning's announcement whenever you're listening to this um even though there is like 13 musicals on broadway this season so a little over a third of them are being directed by women but obviously after just having uh hades town last year it is nice to have a few more in 2019 2020 yeah and uh i think that it's only you know a mere season two possibly three before we see sammy herself on the Broadway. That would be awesome. That would be very, very cool. But uh, another thing that would be very cool is if you went over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon, uh, and joined our Patreon family. Uh, we would s- certainly appreciate that. We are only here in 2020 because of your generosity and support. And we would uh, appreciate anybody who has the means and the impetus to head over there or not impetus. That's not the right word or desire to head over there and uh, contribute something to keeping Broadway radio's lights on. As Ferris Bueller says, if you do have the means, I highly recommend it. Very good. We're not going to talk about Matthew Broderick today, but that's a good, good reference anyway. (laughs) 
All right. So uh, first up in the news, we have a new musical adaptation announced its Broadway intentions. Yeah. James told me before we started recording, he knows nothing about what happened today. So this story is certainly going to blow his mind uh, because we've actually mm. talked. We've actually talked about the fact that Fran Drescher has hinted at this once or twice in the past. But yesterday it was confirmed that the nanny is officially going to get the musical treatment. The TV series, which was developed by and starring and starred Drescher and her then real life husband, Peter Mark Jacobson, uh, who helped her develop and, and run the show. Uh, it is aiming for the stage. And those two Drescher and her ex-husband are going to write the show's book. The score will be written by the Emmy winning team of Rachel Bloom and her crazy ex-girlfriend co-writer, Tony nominee, Adam Schlesinger, formerly of the band Fountains of Wayne. Now, quick, James, what show does Schlesinger have a Tony nomination for? Oh, I, I have no idea. Really? He, Fountains he of Wayne. Oh, wait, Fountains of Wayne. Wait, uh, oh. I, I can't remember, but I remember we talked about Fountains of Wayne. We have he, he he wrote the music for an act of God, but that's not what he has the Tony nomination for. He's a Tony nomination for writing the score um, with David Javerbaum, who wrote Act of God of Crybaby. So uh, been a little over a decade by now, uh, but has a Tony nomination for that. And he actually has another musical that's coming to New York before the nanny as he is writing the musical adaptation of Sarah Silverman's Bedwetter, along with Sarah Silverman, that will be playing the Atlantic off Broadway beginning in May. But anyway, back to the nanny. Mark Bruni, who directed Beautiful, will be at the helm. There is no casting yet, um, but Drescher, in I'm sure perfect timing, she said in the press reliefs, quote, of course, I would do it myself, but we'd have to change the title to The Granny, which I feel like she said before. Uh, but anyway, it was recycled for the press release. There's no production dates um, or plans or locations yet announced, James, but I would imagine that we would see it on stage within the next year or year and a half based off the timelines that we've been getting with these announcements, or at least an announcement of where it's going to be having an out of town tryout. I'd assume fairly soon. Now, James, I know you weren't on Twitter, so you didn't see any of these things, but uh, do you have any casting ideas off the top of your head? Well, only, uh, you know, having seen, you know, half an episode of the nanny ever in my lifetime. My God. Uh, I just couldn't bear the voice. The voice just killed me. Not not the voice of the television show, the uh, Fran Drescher's voice, <laughs> you, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going going to go with the Leslies. Uh, wh wh you know, Queen Leslie or Leslie Kritzer? Uh, Queen Leslie was the one that was getting a lot of play on social media. The only thing is, is that um, uh, in the press release... Uh, uh, Rachel Bloom specifically talks about the fact that this was the first time that she saw an openly Jewish female protagonist on TV um, and how it really kind of helped her growing up. So I would not be surprised if maybe um, they went with a Jewish actress to play the part. Leslie Kritzer is Jewish. Um, so I, I think that that might be. Um, I believe. Oh, God, I think I, I think she is. Now I'm going to say that and, and be nervous about it. But um, anyway, I, I think they might go that direction. But but we will have to wait and see. Hmm. All right. So um, what was your did you have any any no. any casting thoughts about that? You know, no, I um, I, I Somebody think from Anna Tefka. 
Um, no. Is there someone from Anatevka that you think would work well there? Well, somebody who wrote a book about Anatevka. Oh, Al- no, 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 no. I don't think she would do. No, I don't think that would be right. Um, <laughs> what's interesting is, is Renee Taylor, who we've talked about with her. She, she was on the TV show originally, um, and someone suggested Bonnie Milligan for her role. I don't really remember what Renee oh, Taylor's Bonnie. role was. Um, but, uh, Bonnie Milligan said she would be in it, in for it. So, uh, so we will have to wait and see what happens with that. Leslie Kritzer was born in Manhattan and raised in Livingston, New Jersey. Her father is Jewish and her mother is of Puerto Rican ancestry. Okay. I got Kritzer Kritzer was raised Catholic. She attended Livingston high school, graduating 1995, but her mother is of heritage. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's kind of the same thing. I made the same mistake with uh, Leah Michelle. They were... Fathers are Jewish. They weren't raised Jewish. Oy vey. Oy vey. <laughs> uh, All right, James, we want to talk about our friends over at ExpressVPN who are sponsoring this week's episodes of Today on yes. Broadway. You have heard us talking about them all week. But if you have missed some episodes, A, go back and listen. But if you don't know what a VPN is, it is a service that hides your IP address and lets you control where websites see that you are coming from online when you are trying to access, uh, whether it's streaming video or other kinds of types of information. So if you want to watch a British version of a Netflix show, perhaps some sort of baking championship, but you're here in the United States and can't wait for it to be on PBS, this can fix that. Or if you're one of our many international listeners and you come to New York to see some shows on Broadway, you can still watch everything that you can at home with no problem. It protects your privacy and security online. But in addition, the real reason to use ExpressVPN over any of the other VPN providers is because it is ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream everything in HD. ExpressVPN is a much better option, as I said yesterday, than any of the shady sites that you can find on Reddit. Reddit. I've had to resort to some of those for sporting purposes in the past. Um, They're never good. They make me nervous. Um, And in addition with ExpressVPN, you can watch things on your computer, your tablet, your phone, smart TVs, video game consoles, wherever you watch video. And if you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Broadway, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Broadway. Uh, James, I actually used ExpressVPN on Wednesday for a, a day job at Broadway World purpose. I needed to... Um, check some regional targeting for advertising ah, that was out yeah. in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, c- I can't do it because I'm not in Los Angeles. So I used ExpressVPN to uh, make sure that the uh, Seegerstrom roadblock was not conflicting with another roadblock that we had uh, on the site. So that was very helpful. So I appreciate our friends over expressvpn.com slash Broadway. I tell you, Los Angeles, that's the market for roadblocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, ExpressVPN has been awesome at supporting Broadway Radio. We'd love for you to support them. And uh, and I, I, I mentioned on the show with uh, Ashley the other day is that if uh, you have questions about this stuff and you're a Patreon member, I'm happy to uh, open, my, open my knowledge base up to you and help you uh, figure out any problems or questions that you might have with ExpressVPN or in technology in general. But... That's uh, limited to our Patreons and and not to the $100,000 level to see Matt dancing with right. the Michael Jackson right. yeah. glove. Right. Yeah. That is normally your hourly rate for tech consulting, but yeah. uh, you'll waive it for patrons. Exactly. All right. So let's move forward uh, 
ABC, it's easy as one, two, three, announces its next live musical event. That's not the song I would be dancing to for $100,000 for Michael Jackson's, but close enough. Uh, speaking of news that will blow your mind, James, if you weren't paying attention, yesterday uh, at, tel- at the Television Critics Association Winter Tour, amongst many other things, ABC announced that they would be presenting a live production of Mel Brooks's Young Frankenstein Ooh. later this fall. There were no really other details provided, James, but with all of the updates that they did for the show when it made its, I think, return to London, was that a year ago? Earlier this year, whatever. Yeah, um, year fairly recently. Um, I'm fairly sure that whatever script they put together for the screen will be in tip-top shape. And I know it's been like 12 or 13 years since the show opened on Broadway, but I could really see a lot of the original stars of the musical doing it because they had some fairly big names. Sutton Foster, Megan Mullally, Andrea Martin. I don't necessarily think that they'll go with those folks, but I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, Someone actually actually it was Nerdist. Nerdist Nerdist.com actually suggested former Tell Me More guest Alan Tudyk to play Friedrich von Frankenstein. Uh, So. I it's great. I'm happy that they're doing Young Frankenstein. Uh, but don't you think that the producers would be a better, bigger television event? I mean, it didn't do very well as a movie. Um, the, the, the film adaptation did not go over so well. I think that having I think the Nazi content might I mean, despite knowing the satire involved with the producers, I don't know that that would go over well right now, especially if they are doing this. In, in an election year, I, I, I understand what you're saying. It's a bigger yeah. name, but I, I think it's a little more problematic than Young Frankenstein, especially if they maybe intend to do this around Halloween. Huh. Yeah, I, I guess that you're true. Cooler heads have prevailed there. <laughs> All right. What do we have been showing casting news? All right. Earlier this week, the Roundabout Theater Company announced that joining Deborah Messing and Noah Hadel's birthday candles on Broadway will be TV stars Andre Brower and Enrico Colantoni, as well as Crystal Finn, Susanna Flood, and Christopher Livingston. Brower and Colantini. Brower obviously is one of the stars of TV's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Colantini, one of the stars of, of, of Veronica Mars, amongst other things. They will be both making their Broadway debut. Views. Previews for the show begin on April 2nd at the American Airlines Theater and are scheduled to run through June 21st. Then on Wednesday, a much uh, shorter run uh, than, than the one for birthday candles, the Kennedy Center announced that there will be some fantastic stars, including a mini Dear Evan Hansen reunion in the Broadway Center stage production of Next to Normal, running from January 29th through February 3rd. Joining the previously announced Rachel Bay Jones as Diana will be Brandon Victor Dixon as Dan, Maya Rafiko, who was phenomenal as young Ava in Encore Zavita, she'll be playing Natalie, former Evan Hansen Ben Levi Ross will be playing Henry, Michael Park, also late of DEH, will be playing Doctors Madden and Fine, and Kamiri Grant will be playing Gabe. Of course, Michael Greif, who directed the original production of Next to Normal, will helm this one as well. And, of course, he also directed Dear Evan Hansen. So that makes uh, a lot of sense with all of these DEH connections in that. I know we say this a lot, James. I'm not a huge Next to Normal fan, but with a cast like that, I at least want. I'm not going to say bootleg, but if Mm -hmm. a video or audio becomes available, I would at least listen. Something for archival purposes were to be made. Exactly. If. If. 
Um, you know, uh, next to normal. The only thing I could think of every time I think of this Broadway production is that they did they 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 tweeted the whole script. I think did, is that. Do you remember that, or am I making that up? I do not remember that. Yeah, the next to normal. I, I think it was Situation Interactive, their their marketing agency for Next to Normal. I think tweeted the entire script back when you only had 144 wow. characters. Ooh. So, Woof, yeah. that's a lot of characters. That's a lot of typing. Yeah. A lot of copy and pasting, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. They got an intern to do it. Yeah, exactly. Unpaid interns. Driving Broadway. Hey, have you heard about the new top level domain dot Broadway? I did not know. Yeah. The league uh is put out uh dot oh, Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a new like job site or something they they put on there, right? Yeah, but like the the dot Broadway thing, every Broadway show has got a dot Broadway address, uh, and wow. and the thing about the dot Broadway thing is that um, you have to be a league member in order to purchase a dot Broadway domain. So therefore, it could only be for a Broadway production and an equity production, you can't get scammed because it, it's been pre-vetted. It, they won't sell a dot Broadway top-level domain. So like, uh, let me see, uh, nick.broadway. Let's see. So discover.broadway is in there. Uh, I'll put a link to this in the, uh, in the show notes so people can check it out. It's very interesting. It's got um, all the Broadway shows a bronx tale music the musical dot broadway ain't too proud dot broadway aladdin dot broadway american buffalo dot broadway anastasia dot broadway beautiful dot broadway so obviously many of these shows are already closed that i've just mentioned or out on tour or yeah uh getting the band back together dot broadway (laughs) (laughs) hamilton dot broadway jagged little pill dot broadway so um so very interesting how did we get on the dot broadway topic I honestly have absolutely no idea. Oh, we did the the tweeting of Next to Normal. Anyway, let's get back to the script. (laughs) So uh, what do we have in other news? Uh, Well, we're going to do recommendations first. Oh, Um, okay. The the speaking of tweeting, the Broadway production of Company tweeted out a very handy picture yesterday, and it actually reminded me of those old flow charts that were in the center of all of the programs for rent, where it showed you the mm, connections between yeah. everybody. This picture has the entire cast and it labels who goes with who and what their relationships are, who goes with whom. Um, Like David and Jenny are married. They're played by Christopher Fitzgerald and Nikki Renee Daniels. Jamie and Paul are engaged. They're Matt Doyle and E. Tide Benson. You have the boyfriends, Theo, Andy and PJ, Kyle, Dean, Massey, Claiborne, Elder and Bobby Conte Thornton. And then uh, all the other ones as well. And then there in the center in a fantastic mustard yellow jumpsuit is Bobby, who is single, played by Katrina Link. So if you are confused, not only just by who everybody is in company, but how they have been changed, how their characters have been changed, um, the names and the relationships and all that stuff, this will be perfect. We will, of course, have a link in the show notes. Then... I've forgotten how tall Chris Sieber was. Well, he's also... I think he's also on steps, but yes, he is, he is fairly tall. That's the only way he could have played... 
um, Lord Farquaad on his knees and still, mm-hmm. you know, he has to be fairly <laughs> tall uh, to make that work. But yes, exactly. Uh, um, yeah. But anyway, so this is this next recommendation. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. It is kind of an overdue obituary for a former Broadway producer who actually passed away in September, but was not publicly announced until just recently. This uh, Broadway producer who had two hits, including um, a the Ritz, Terrence McNally's play, which got Rita Moreno a Tony Award, um, is Adela Holzer. Um, and here's I'm just going to read a little bit of quote, uh, a quote to you from it to give you kind of a, a, a nugget of what this article is about. Determined and confident about working only with worthy productions, she, Holzer, told The Times, I have three college degrees and I know if something is good. Two years later, Miss Holzer was bankrupt. Two years after that, she was in prison, convicted of seven counts of grand larceny. So uh, there you go. It's a very interesting read. Um, so I highly recommend you check that out. It's not too long, uh, but it's very, very interesting. I had not heard of this woman before, but it is pretty fascinating. Soon to be an off-Broadway pl- play. <laughs> I would not be surprised if it was. Um, uh, and what's th- writing it. Oh, stop it. Um she doesn't deserve that. She spent 14 years in jail. That's not. Um, and finally, James, a recommendation uh, that I think probably a lot of folks here already have seen. Um, this was the pilot episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist that aired on NBC on Tuesday night. The show will return on Sundays in its regular time slot beginning in February. I just watched the pilot before we started recording. And oh, boy, James, I ugly cried uh, a couple of times in this, but it's also very funny and very uh, sweet and, and charming in a lot of ways. It's got some, a great cast. Jane Levy is the star. It also features Skylar Aston, Alex Newell, Mary Steenburgen, Peter Gallagher, Lauren Graham, Wait, and more. Lauren yes. Graham. Yes. Lauren. I gotta Graham. go finish the show by yourself. <laughs> uh, if you're going to do that, you have to talk much faster. Okay. Um, but she, um, but the show basically centers on Zoe played by Jane Levy, who through a series of events um, develops the ability to hear people's thoughts through songs and through like popular music songs. Um, so she knows what they're thinking based off of the songs they sing to her. Um, it's very clever. It's not dissimilar from Eli Stone, which, which was a Greg Berlanti show that starred Johnny Lee Miller and uh, um, Loretta Devine and Victor Garber and Laura Benanti um, a decade or so ago. Um, but it's very clever, very smart. I love the first episode. Stephanie Stiles um, will be joining the, the show in the next episode. Um, so lots of good Broadway connections. If you want to watch it, you can, I'm sure you can get it on demand. It's on Hulu. We have the pilot, um, on Broadway world for a week. If you want to watch that, just go to the homepage of Broadway world, but I really, really recommend it. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Now what's in other news. <laughs> All right, let's start with film and TV star and the most recent Lex Luthor on Greg Berlanti's, uh, TV shows of superheroes, John Cryer will be leading one of five solo plays that comprise true stories, which will run at the Cherry Lane Theater from April 28th through May 17th. The show will be directed by Cryer's mother, OB Dramadesk and Outer Critics Circle Award winner and Grammy nominee Gretchen Cryer. Okay. Okay. You approve? So, uh, well, you know, my t- <laughs> you know my tie-in here? I do not. I don't think you know my tie-in here. So uh, on uh, on... New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, I got a phone call from uh, actually one of our listeners um, and said, uh, Gretchen Cryer's Mac is dead. And uh, I was like, okay. And so uh, 
I had spoken to Gretchen before, helped her out with her Mac a few years back. Uh, her hard drive was shot. I saved this script. I saved. Oh my gosh! This, this script. Her iMac, her iMac hard drive dead. I went over her house on on uh, New Year's Day. Fixed her Mac. So, are you getting credited as like a uh, an associate producer or something on this show? Script you should doctor. script doctor. <laughs> Thank you. Technology consultant. <laughs> That's great. There you go, Gretchen Cryer, uh, Broadway Radio Zone. Um, so very good. I did not know that. Uh, moving on to something that I did know because it's in the script. Yesterday, the Glad Media Award nominations were announced, and in the outstanding Broadway production category were Choir Boy, The Inheritance, Jagged Little Pill, Slave Play, and What the Constitution Means to Me. The full nominations for TV, film, and many, many other things are in the show notes if you want to check those out. And then finally, yesterday, the new group announced a casting change for their very much upcoming world premiere of the musical Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice by Jonathan Mark Sherman, Duncan Sheik and Amanda Green. Originally, in addition to co-writing it, Sheik was also going to appear in the show. But it was announced yesterday that he would be replaced by Suzanne Vega, who is his longtime collaborator, uh, because in, in his statement that he said, writing the show and appearing in it, apparently is a lot of work. And uh, so he wasn't able to do it all. Shocking. Um, uh, now, Suzanne Vega also happens to sing the song that most freaked me out when I was a kid called Tom's Diner. Uh, it's not a particularly scary song, uh, but there's just this do, 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 do. It freaked me out when I was a kid. Um, it actually didn't become famous until like six years or eight years after it was originally released when a British group called DNA remixed it. Um, but it's cre it was creepy as hell to me as a kid. Um, but yeah, so uh, there you go. Uh, the show is scheduled to run from January 16th through March 15th uh, off Broadway and will feature Jennifer Damiano, Joel Perez, Anna Nuguero, and Michael Zegan in addition to Vega. Now, uh, now, James, the song is called Tom's Diner, and it has her uh, talks about her watching through the glass at this diner and people at the 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 uh, the counter and stuff. It actually was based on a real restaurant. Do you know what the real restaurant that Tom's Diner is based on is called? And hint, it is not Tom's Diner. Uh, it's the diner for Seinfeld. It is. It is Tom's Restaurant, mm -hmm. which is the exterior for uh the diner that they sit in uh on seinfeld did you guess that or did you know that no i knew that oh okay there you go so uh it all comes back to seinfeld apparently did we talk about a son you're not a seinfeld fan are you i'm not i you're i not. don't get yeah. it so i'm, I'm not I, i'm not yeah. a new yorker i don't get it well there's a lot of people outside of new york that loved it loved it too but mm. no how was your mm. uh how was your uh 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 daytime soap thing with your mom concert <laughs> comedy it was hour. a comedy it was a comedy show with two of the stars of general hospital um uh, one of them plays a hitman and one of them plays a hacker uh they play best friends on the show um and they were funny-ish i mean comedy is a relative term mm -hmm. um one of them was better than the other but interestingly enough james as i was walking out of the orlando improv theater um i was walking literally just out the door and happened to catch my eye a poster uh, for a, an event, a sold-out event that is happening at the Orlando Improv in April uh, that will uh, be headlined 
by our own friends, uh, Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavalli. They are oh. bringing True Crime Obsessed to the Orlando Improv. Uh, I knew that they were doing that, but I just happened to be walking out the door, saw the saw the poster and took a picture. So uh, so that was a lot of fun. Spotted in the wild. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Get us out of here. All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And uh, I think Matt and Ashley will be back and talk to you tomorrow. Sure. Why not? Why not?